Okay, Boker Tov, good morning everyone. Continuing the laws of Birchas Kohanim, the laws of Duchanim, Nesias Kapayim, the halacha is, uh, it's actually brought in the Gemara, is the Kohanim uh, we mentioned yesterday, beginning of Ritzei, that's when they need to move up to the front to begin Duchening. They must move during Ritzei. And as they do so, and the way the, the Mishnah Brewer really explains is that, and uh, explained by the Ramah, once they get in front of the Ark, in front of the Teva, there's a special bracha that the Kohanim, or Yehi on a special quiet prayer that the Kohanim should recite. It's actually Medina to the Gemara. They should recite a special prayer. May it be your will of God that this blessing, which I bless, that you've commanded me to bless the Jewish people. Baruch HaShlema should be a complete blessing. There should be no uh, uh, missteps uh, in any way. Uh, the halach is the kohanim should uh, recite this prayer and try to time it that they finish that yihi ratzon as the shliach tzibar, as the chazan finishes the bracha of hatov shemchalchan el haodos. They recite this bracha very much quietly to themselves, but the idea is, is when they finish and the congregation recites amen, the amen is going not just on the bracha of the, of the chazan, but it's also going on the, this bracha of the, of the kohanim as well. Now, in Sif Yud, it's a little bit of a confusing Sif, at least it was to me, uh, but I think I detangled it. So the, the question is, what happens next? Um, I'm actually just going to, for the purpose of presentation, I'm going to go a little bit out of order. It seems to me that there are, at, there are, two, there, there are two opinions, their opinion of the Ramah and their opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, but there, I believe, are other opinions as well. The opinion of the Ramah, and this is how, I, what happens in most Ashkenazim shul that I've seen in the United States, um, is when, okay, the Kohanim are, uh, are, are at the front, they're in front of the Ark, the Chazin is now ready to begin Berchas Kohanim. So if you look in the Art Scroll Sitter, and this is the common practice in Ashkenazic shoals, um, Yesh Omrim says the Ramah, and I'm reading out of order, Omrim also belach hashan milas Kohanim oz omru bekol ram. What the Ramah is saying is, the question is, what happens? And the tradition, in the in Ashkenazic uh, tradition, is the prayer of That's the normal prayer that we recite when we don't do Berkas Kohanim. So the Ramah is of the opinion that when we do do Berkas Kohanim, we still recite that prayer. However, the Chazin recites it very much in an undertone, quietly to himself, and when he gets up to the words Kohanim, he says that out loud. He says Kohanim, and then back in an undertone recites Am Kedoshecha Kamor. I think the Archgol Sitter says the whole congregation in an undertone should say Am Kedoshecha Kamor. And that's what happens. Now what's really happening there is two things are happening. The, the Chazin is reciting the word Kohanim out loud, and that has a very important function. As we've seen, the Halacha is the Kohanim shouldn't begin Berchas Kohanim until they are called to do so. That is a requirement. Emor lahem, you have to go ahead and kind of call the kahanim into action, and this is a way of fulfilling it. The, the chazin, the shleach tzibar, gets up to the word kohanim, and he recites that out loud. That's a call to action, and, and that's great. But there's a second thing that's happening, is there's a problem. How could the chazin go ahead and say the words kohanim? He's in the middle of chazar shots. Why isn't that a hefsik? Why isn't that an interruption? How can he just go ahead, in the middle of his davening, say kohanim? That's an interruption. So the Ramah is of the opinion, and this is Ashkenazic tradition, is that we can, is that, well, since that introductory statement of that little prayer is actually part of davening, you can have your cake and eat it too. The Chazin will recite that prayer quietly. When he gets up to the words Kohanim, he says that out loud. 
And that way, it's not really, you can't say it's a hefzik, it's not an interruption of the prayer, because it actually was instituted by Chazal, and that's why Ashkenazic practice looks like that. Now, the Mechaber doesn't, so that's the Ramah's opinion, I th- believe that's what happens in Ashkenazic majority. The Mechaber doesn't agree with that. The Mechaber says, rather what should happen is the Chazin does not say that prayer of Elohim Elokein He skips that entirely. And if you have, and if the Kahanim are there, the Chazin just goes ahead and he says Kahanim. He just says it, just without any introductory prayer. And he does that, he calls the Kohanim to action by saying the words Kohanim. And the, the Mechaber points out, it's better not to say Kohanim if there's only one Kohanim. Because the word Kohanim is, is plural. If there's only one Kohanim, you don't, and you just, the Kohanim will just start automatically. The question is, is well, why isn't that word a hafsik? And he says, it's not, it's not, uh, I don't know, it's not a problem. That's instituted part of the tefillah and the, 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 Chazen calling out the word Kohanim is not a problem, and, and that's what would happen. Right, but the, so, so, the, so the Ramah is of the opinion, yeah, that's great, but how could the, how could the Shliach Tzibar, how could the Chazen go ahead and do that? That's an interruption. He's also in the middle of his Chazar Sashats, it's an interruption. But you're right, it, it, that's what it's supposed to be. The problem is, how can he do that? And that's, that's what the Mechaber and the Ramah say. What's interesting is the footnotes bring, and this is what I've seen what happens you know, in Eretz Yisrael and Israel where they do Duchen every day. I see this is a very common practice. I believe it's based on the, the, the tradition of the Vilna Gon, which would make sense because typically in Israel they follow the Vilna Gon's traditions. Is Actually what happens is the Chazan goes ahead. When he gets up to Berchus Kohanim, he's quiet. And somebody else in the congregation calls Kohanim. And the reason for that is to avoid this problem of, an, of a half-second interruption. So that is a very much a common practice. That's what I, I, I believe most congregations in Israel do do. There's a fourth opinion, which the, and, and I believe that's what Rechaim Kanievsky in the footnotes that says that's what should happen. There's a fourth opinion over here, but I might be mistaken about that, so don't quote me on that. But there's a fourth opinion I see they quote over here in the name of, of the Chazon Ish. Is that the Chazon Ish is of the opinion is that not only should the Chazon not say the word Kohanim, but he should also not be the person who calls out to the Kohanim word for word. Mila b'mila. That also is a hafzik. I've seen that happen in Eretz Yisrael, where the Chazon is absolutely quiet for the whole time, and somebody else in the congregation does the entire Berchas Kohanim. And again, it's for this consideration of not having a hafzik, not having an interruption. Have a great day, everyone.